0: Is there a revolution on the way for how we think about the arts and humanities? People haven't engaged the way that they have
1: in computational economics, computational biology, computational linguistics, where
0: these fields have really been completely transformed. A new book by an MIT professor shows we can apply computation to fields we typically don't associate with code. I'm Nick Monfort,
1: and uh, I'm a professor of digital media here at MIT in comparative media studies and writing. I've been in different contexts doing, you know, sometimes a, a master's in poetry at Boston University, sometimes a, a PhD in computer science at Penn. There wasn't and still isn't really a, a way to bring these studies together uh, very easily. There's a, there's a hole in uh, our understanding of how computation can be brought to bear on um, intellectual inquiry, on uh, uh, doing creative work. People are very interested in it. People are, people are hungry and starting to work in this, in this area but there's really a lack of uh,
0: revolutionary uh, type of work in the humanities. Montfort tries to teach exploratory programming to help those in the arts and humanities dig for ideas, tease apart arguments, even to generate poetry, all with code. He shows programming isn't just a technical skill. It's a tool for brainstorming, for asking questions. It's exploratory. You can use it to create new kinds of artwork, just as you might use it to find meaning within raw data. Readers practice writing code as they make their way through chapters, just as you would with traditional programming guides. So Montfort's book has exercises in writing and modifying code, beginning simple and increasing in substance. The central part is that Montfort helps you think about how computation and programming are artistic, that programming itself is wrapped up in the same questions asked in the arts and humanities.
1: The things that we learned with computing allowed us to do, uh, you know, really uh, terrifically uh, new things, and, and, that, that's, and that's going on. That's continuing. And people in these fields do know how to program. They know how to use computation in a general way. But ultimately, I think the way that revolution will come is, you know, through a large number of people learning how to program and bringing that ability to their disciplines and uh, to their practices and uh, it won't be because I do, you know, one or two really neat, uh, clever projects, but uh, it'll be um, if I can uh, bring an education in programming and uh, an awareness of, of uh, what computation can do to, uh, to a broad group. People are interested not just in personally figuring out how to uh, program, how to use computing, um, how to do work across media and humanities, for instance, you know, but they're seeing that uh, there's a hunger and interest uh, in students and there's a, there's a reason to offer uh, courses of this sort. I mean, of course, there's still some places that are very traditional that have accomplished what they did, uh, you know, not because they innovated, but because they were really, really the best at the standard, conventional, you know, traditional uh, aspects of their disciplines. But in addition to that, um, there's people willing to um, uh, take risks and explore and to and to teach in this area. So I think there's more of an environment, there's more possibility for um, uh, for programming becoming uh, something of broad significance in the humanities and arts, and and for people to use computing in uh, in really compelling ways. One of the things when I started working on it, I started talking with people about this. I started describing the project and showing you know early materials and discussing it. And uh, actually, there were many people who said, uh, uh, and not not people who were you know just starting their faculty career, not people who were in graduate school or undergraduate, but uh, there were older people who said, "Oh, I really want to." Uh, Learn to program from this book. You know this. This would be good for me. This interests me. And at least early on, there weren't a lot of people who said, "Oh, I want to. I want to teach this course." You know. Fortunately, the, the people have taught courses based on this, and you know this is coming along. But uh, but the early reaction that I had when I first started working on it. Um, was that people were personally interested and people who weren't going to enroll in semester-long courses. I mean, you know, pe- people who, are, who um, were older, who had a, a lot of di- disciplinary expertise and a lot of background in, in the work they are doing. Um, but now they, they really were interested to see what you know what could be done with computation. So the book is, on the one hand, a textbook, yes, um, and there are exercises and there's you know, a, a direction for classroom use, but then it's also for people who want to pursue this individually. I mean, one thing that I just realized recently is the way that people um, go into uh, museums, this is something I don't have training as a visual artist, I don't do this, but you'll notice that people will sit on stools and they'll sketch, you know, they'll make copies of, of drawings to understand more or paintings, you know, to understand more about them. So part of my engagement with these these systems is that they're interesting things to sketch and reimplement. To do my version of them was interesting for me. But there are also things that, you know, historically, like, um, uh, I mean, people may like uh, these these systems or not. They may find some of them trivial. They may uh, deny that there's a connection to literary history, but but they, they are things that are influential and that um, have existed uh, in the history of how poetry writing um, and computation fit together, and they've been they've been done since since the fifties, you know, with general purpose digital computers. You know, I'm interested in showing these um, uh, these histories and prehistories of uh, of digital media. And uh, uh, so it facilitates that to to re-implement these systems, to be involved with them, to share them. And then I'm also interested in um, uh, letting people um, uh, play with and modify, you know, work with these uh, uh, sorts of simple programs. And so these are programs that aren't, uh, tremendously, they don't involve uh, advanced uh, machine learning techniques. They, they don't involve huge stores of data that limited numbers of people have access to, right? Um, they're pretty small and self contained. And so they're good from a historical perspective, but also from a perspective of inviting play and work. Uh, and, and you can also think of them as someone um, uh, trying to write, you know, in a. Uh, uh, in imitation of a poet or someone trying to uh, uh, sketch uh, uh, a painting that they see. You can think about, you know, the ways of reading and seeing that might be enhanced by by working with these systems also. I see programming as a practice. Uh, it's something like, um, I don't want to strain the analogy to natural language, but if you're trying to learn a language, you know, you have to actually work at it every day. You have to try to speak it and read it. And, you know, um, you it's not something that, that just... Uh, you can spend a little time studying here and there, um, and you sort of get the concept. You, know, you, need to, you need to work at the practice of it. And similarly, if you're trying to like, uh, play a musical instrument or you know, participate in a sport, you don't learn how to participate in that sport by reading books about it. You have to go out and get on the playing field or court. You, know, and you need to uh, actually participate. The core of, of what I'm interested in uh, in programming is not you know, having people do exercises, but you are going to do drills and exercises right in order to strengthen yourself and to learn more. And so, um, so I, I want to be clear that that's not that's I, this is not what I consider that it's like, you know, to do programming or that this is the best, you know, this is the best possible outcome, you know, that one can have. Um, but I think also, I'm, I mean, there is something to uh to speaking in very uh informal ways. We have we have a lot of ideas about a lot of concepts that. Uh, Programming is something that is undertaken by, you know, uh, these brilliant geeks at Google, uh, people who who are very, very highly educated, who are meteorically brilliant. It's a highly uh, professionalized uh, type of activity uh, to be doing this. Or, you know, it's being undertaken by scientists, engineers, you know, people people at universities who have a very, very highly specialized training. I mean, we had a home computer revolution in which, you know, people, uh, millions of people learned how to program in BASIC. Just for kicks, really. I mean, not really because they're interested in uh, STEM education requirements or, or, you know, getting a job at a startup. Or I mean, I mean they just wanted to see what, what their computer could do and, and, and learn about it at that level. And so they learned the general purpose way to manipulate computation, which is computer programming. And so you can be, of course, a more, I mean, there are people who are, who are professional programmers who gain tremendous amounts of expertise in software development, in the particularities of different development environments and languages, you know, yeah, yes, uh, there's a lot of uh, possibility for developing, uh, you know, a tremendous intellect background, bring a lot of experience to this. But programming, you know, it's it's almost a happenstance that it's not as easy to write programs you know, as it was on the Commodore 64, which you could turn on and of, you know, writing these basic programs. It's not as easy to do that on a smartphone today. And it has to do with the nature of the marketplace, uh, as well as these, these concepts and ideas. We, you know, we still think it's okay to, to offer this to kids and have kids learn about programming, you know, that's all right. But, um, but there's something, uh, intimidating or frightening about, um, you know, um, Master students in the humanities, like you know, lear, you know, learning about this, and so, so I think it can be useful to to speak about these things informally to remind people that you're not maiming or killing anyone when you make you know mistakes as you learn to program. Uh, there are other activities we undertake, like learning how to drive, where you can do that actually, like. You know, it's, you have, like, it's much, much more dangerous, (laughs) right? And people still do it, right, because they they want, you know, the mobility of having a a car and being able to drive it. Um, Programming is not, is not that bad. You can learn a little of it. You can learn fundamentals and you can, you can be engaged in it. Um, And, uh, and, and, you know, you can, you can set goals for um, working individually with collaborators and thinking, you know, through the process of programming. Um, so I think, um, uh, yeah, I think there, there are certain, uh, negative, uh, stereotypes that, that should be remedied and that, yeah, being informal about the whole process, you know, is, uh, um, is a step to do that. But it turns out, I think this exploratory mode, the way in which, for instance, people, people who are good writers, um, know that writing is not just, uh, producing a report about, you know, for instance, a scientific experiment. Um, but writing can be a way of thinking, inquiring, you know, the, the whole concept of an essay as uh, wandering and uh, trying to, to find out and discover new things. Right? So, you know, these are, these are all concepts that come uh, that, that, that people who, who, you know, hopefully people who have a, a college education pretty much in any field and, and, and learn at the college level about writing, hopefully people will be aware of this. Well, I think that this type of exploratory, um, this uh, type of sketching, uh, this, this initiative and inquiry
0: um, is something that happens with uh, with programming as well. Exploratory Programming for the Arts and Humanities was published by the MIT Press. It's for sale in both hardcover and as an ebook at mitpress.mit.edu slash exploratory. This recording was produced by me, Andrew Whitaker. And I'm the communications director in Montfort's home at MIT, the Comparative Media Studies and Writing Program. Find us at cmsw.mit.edu. And our thanks today to studio manager Matt Russell of MIT Audio and Visual Services, hosting us in his studio in the heart of MIT's Cambridge campus.